Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. On Monday afternoon at approximately 4 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the Department of Justice released a new evaluation of corporate compliance programs, or rather an updated version from the April 2019 version, and updated as of today, June 1. So today I'm going to take the entire daily compliance news to give you some of my uh, first thoughts about this document. I'm going to take a much deeper dive in blog posts over the rest of the week. But the new guidance, or rather I should say updated guidance, really emphasizes the evolving nature of a best practices compliance program. The Department of Justice made clear in several places that a compliance program must continually evolve, that a one-and-done or write it and put it away in the closet is not going to work. You need to have updated policies and procedures, but more than updated policies and procedures, they need to be based upon the information that you have garnered in a variety of sources. One of those sources is an updated and ongoing risk assessment. Another of those sources is your hotline reports. And finally, another source is your policies and procedures. Here you might not think of this as a source of information for your compliance program, but the Department of Justice would like to see your policies and procedures uh, published in a searchable format for easy reference and specifically ask the question, does your company track access to various policies and procedures to understand which are attracting more attention from the relevant employees? There's really a lot packed into those two sentences Uh, So you can begin to see how significant this focus is on ongoing evaluation, ongoing risk assessment, and more importantly, ongoing updating of your compliance program, but in a documented, auditable manner. Because early on in the document, the Department of Justice says that your compliance program will be evaluated both at the time of the offense, at the time of the charging decision, and at the time of the resolution. So you need to be able to show the DOJ where you were and then the remedial steps that you took and what those steps were based on. There are some also interesting points around whistleblowers that you must have not only a whistleblower reporting system, but there must be uh, steps to test the efficacy of your whistleblower program, meaning do you put a issue in and let it run all the way through your system to see if your whistleblower program works? I would parenthetically note that I am devoting the month of June in my 31 days to a more effective compliance program to internal reporting and whistleblowing, so this will be of some significance but also your protection of employees from retaliation 
and the fairness in your reporting system. Uh, in the area of trainings, they specifically talk about short, focused trainings for those employees who may not be gatekeepers and yet having focused detailed and lengthier training for those who are gatekeepers and need it. So I'm going to be taking a deep dive into it the rest of the week, but I wanted to uh, get this in front of you today. Offering on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, I'm taking a look at reporting systems and investigations. So check that podcast out running uh, every day in June. Also for the month of June, we have a new guest on the Compliance Life Ryan Robillet will join us for four episodes about his journey to the CCO chair and some of the things that he's learned on the, along the way. I know you'll enjoy it.